Welcome back to Angry Fans, the safe space for you, Angry Fan, to get pissed off and don't feel a bit of shame about it. I'm Scotty, as always, joined by Buffalo Steve. What's up, folks? And Turner. Howdy, guys. Uh, we have a great show lined up. There's so much happening this past week in sports that makes us angry. It's unbelievable. We've got Draymond Green. We're going to talk about coaches getting fired in hockey as well as football. We're going to talk about you know the aftermath of the whole Mahomie and Kelsey and Tony. And then, of course, Shohei Otani got Shohei'd the money. A lot of it. And we're going to talk about that and just the whole idea of that contract. All coming up. First, we're going to start with something new. Turner's getting turned up. You dig it? Let's talk about coaches. I was trying to pee. They don't have any bathrooms. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Absolute terrible shit. Turned up with Turner. That's right. It's turned up with Turner because Turner was not here last week. We talked to him briefly while he was gallivanting in Atlanta at breweries. But now he's back in the studio. So, Turner... You're turned up, and I want to know what you're turned up about, and you're going to start us off. Oh, snap. Well, you know I'm turned up about some basketball stuff because that's what I get turned up about. And I've already said this before. I was on the pod early in this series. We talked about Draymond Green and what's going on. And and let's see, since then he's he's done multiple things that the most recent one was basically like circle backhand chop somebody on the other team. It's it's pretty terrible. Have you guys seen this video? I have seen oh, the yeah. video. It's it's outrageous. There's no way you can do that and then say what he said at the end, which was I was trying to spin out of a grab. Yeah. Well, I don't apologize, but I'm going to apologize to you. Like, what is that? I don't, I don't feel bad that. for what I did, but I'll say the words you guys want me to say. Right. That's basically what it sounded like. It's gonna Bush throw, League. I'm going to throw it out there. I think Draymond Green is truly a sociopath. I'm not joking. <laughs> well, But just the, the thing, he's not going to admit any remorse. No. I mean, right. that's a trait of sociopaths and psychopaths. They never admit remorse because they don't think they did anything wrong, and they don't really care about other people right. and the he consequences. I don't think I did anything wrong. Right. He said, yeah. he was, uh, he said, I get calls by flailing around my arms. And I'm like, dude, no one is buying this anymore. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> We've that's literally over. never seen what you did happen before. How's that possible? Except when yep. he did it. I mean, not the exact thing. Right, but, right. I mean, Except for when you choked a guy how, out. How or many times stomped he- on a dude's chest or punched him, kicked him, flailed him in the groin. Punched your own teammate in the face. In, oh. the in list, practice last the, year. The like. crazy thing is the list goes so far back that we can keep naming stuff. I have a list. I can read a list. It'll go on further than you guys want me to read. <laughs> read on. LeBron, Kyrie, Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams again, LeBron again, James Harden, Grant Williams, Jalen Brown, Herb Jones, his teammate Jordan Poole, Jason Tatum, hometown hero, uh, Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, uh, Mike Conley, Marquise Chris, Yusuf Nurkic, Brandon Clark, Sabonis, Terrence Mann, Rudy Gobert, Kawhi Leonard, Blake Griffin. And those Holy aren't just moly. random people. Those are and names that r- the league wants to <laughs> take care of, and they don't care that, that this guy's out here kicking and punching and doing whatever he wants and not getting punished. Five games for what he did last time I thought was a joke. Yeah. Honestly, if I did that to one of you, you I might knock you out on accident. Yeah. And that's what he almost did. He almost knocked the guy out and we're just like, "Eh, just sit out a couple games." No, he's got to No, the league's got to go like 25 games. 
the Warriors on top of it need to, as you and I were talking earlier, like the Warriors need to come out and be like, enough's enough, man. It's yeah. it's different when the league right. suspends you. When your boss comes out and is like, yeah, no, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I've had enough of it. I'm paying your salary. It's time for you to shut the hell up, sit down on the bench, think about your thoughts. Where's Steve, Steph Curry? Like, can I, he come out and say something like, hey, Dre, I love you and you're my dog, but if you don't stop – I'm not going to bet. I like, I don't, he needs to say something. Like, he's, he's got to say something. I did see where he had an interview where he did come out and say they, they had recently talked about what had happened. And he brought up about the help he needs. Well, what help does he need? Right. What issues does he have? Does he have issues? Nobody said anything about any issues Till with now. all these other incidents. Right. So now all of a sudden, because I think it's everybody, including the NBA, the fans, everybody's had enough of it. Uh, it's very disappointing on the Steve Kerr thing. Yep. He's an enabler. Of Draymond Green, right. and so are the Warriors, and to this point, so has the NBA been. The things you just listed off, there's a long list, and some of them are very severe, and the dude does not seem to learn, right. because what he his characterization of, being, of punching a guy in the face was trying to pick up a foul is right. just out of the realm of possibility. Right. It's somebody who's in denial about how, who they are, right. and yeah, I hope he gets help. But if he truly needs it in the I meantime, mean, well, is help going to do wants, what he's saying? Well, I want him to want the help because he well, needs he to, to change and he's got to be the one yes. that wants to change. And they have to come like somebody has to come to him and be like, look, it's the end of your career or or not. That's like you can gotta, make the decision right see, that's now. That's where it has to be now. And the league has to put that there. Look, we're going to give you 10 games, 15, 20. I'd like to see 15, 20. And then say, look, you, uh, and I get it. He may he might lose two, four million dollars during that period, whatever that is. He's got he's enough got money. plenty. Yeah, it's not about the money, and he knows that. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing this. He gave up a championship, and he doesn't care. Right. He literally just does this, and, and so they need to. He's got to decide what. So it what means. you just said, he gave up a championship and doesn't care. And Scotty, to your point about Kerr being an enabler, is it because they can't win without him? Right. I mean, honestly. He's that important to the team, even though he does all this crazy BS on the side and during games. And Is he that important to the team to where the reason they're enabling it and not doing anything, including ownership, is because, well, shit, we can't win without this guy. We've got to have him on the court. So we'll just let the NBA give him the five game or the nine game or the whatever. So he then he can come back because that's what, two weeks worth of games maybe? Right. Yeah, yeah that's just not going to cut it this no, time. No, because if he transgresses, I'm again, not saying it should. No, I'm I know just, what you're saying. I'm just saying there's no way they can do that. Right. At this point, they have admitted that this is a huge problem for the NBA. The NBA does not need Draymond Green. The Maybe the Warriors do. It. The NBA does not need him. Right. You're on right. the court. 100. That's true. 100. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, make a choice, dude. Well, when if it, it is a choice, I said earlier, right. I think he might be a sociopath. Right. He probably doesn't have a choice because he doesn't have any self-awareness, right. clearly. We need to take a bet. Like, when he comes back, how many games before the next offense? Here's one thing I'd like to know is for the, the other iconic players in the league, the big names in the league, what they're thinking right now. Do you think they actually want to go play against this guy, not knowing what's going to happen when they go up against him? Am I going to get a broken nose? Right. Is he going to do some kind of foul as I'm going up in the air and right. hit me and I come down Break on my, my ankle or my knee wrong? Yeah. 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 Like, are these guys – I haven't really heard anybody speak out they're, they're, on their end of it. Now, I could have missed to it. get help. They're all saying the same thing. That sounds good in theory, but I just don't know if this guy wants to be helped, can be helped, and – yeah, the NBA will have a serious, serious problem 
if somebody gets really injured, right. like a brain injury right. or or somebody you, snaps some, back and hits him uh, worse than he hit them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. going to yeah, that'll cause a brouhaha. Well, that was a good take, uh, Turner, to start things off. And Buffalo Steve, uh, before I forget to mention, at the end of all this anger, we do donate to a charity every single week. So we have one in mind for this episode, and we'll tell you about it at the end. So stay tuned. Let's move along and hear from one of our sponsors. This episode of Angry Fans is sponsored by Smashable, the store that makes any ill-advised table so easy to smash. We only use real balsa wood. It's so light, there's no chance your table won't be crushed into oblivion by your free fall from the top of a sketchy van or RV. We have dining tables, coffee tables, drop leaf tables, folding tables, even nightstands. They're all easily destroyed as long as you plummet from the proper height. Unapproved by the FDA, Smashable is not liable for broken limbs, bruised ribs, torn cartilage, or teeth ejected from your head. Visit Smashable.com to see the world of possibilities for your next highly questionable life decision. And we're back. We thank Smashable for being one of our sponsors. Man, what a great company. Uh, Turner, I know you've tried out the merchandise. It worked very well, didn't Crushes it? Crushes like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move on and talk about some coaches that got canned in the last few days. One of them in hockey, one of them in football. Let's start with hockey. St. Louis Blues coach Craig Berube lost his job after getting the Blues their only Stanley Cup in 2019. And I know it's what have you done for me lately in all sports. What did you guys think, though, since we're based in St. Louis, about this? Buffalo Steve? Uh, scapegoat. I mean, seriously, you're two games under 500, I think, or somewhere right around there. You let him go. Why? What's the, oh, well, the players aren't taking accountability. And Well, wait a minute. You're the guy that put this roster together. Right. It's not Baruby that put it together. Doug Armstrong made made a poor decision to offload some of our top talent last year, and so this year the standards should have been set that the wins uh, weren't necessarily as big of a deal as trying to upgrade the talent that we had as these young kids coming in. And I think Doug Armstrong, realizing that they weren't doing well, went to Berube and was like, it's your fault. You're not getting them to buy in. You're not doing a good enough job. When the truth was the team's just not put together well enough to to create what you're expecting from them. I mean, whatever sport it is, it depends on the owner's patience level. So you see, like in Carolina, NFL, David Tepper, the owner there, he seems to be extremely impatient. Yeah, He gave Frank Reich the job, and then when his number one overall pick, who's about Four ten doesn't you know produce the way they thought he might in the front office, which I don't. Well, I think believe was, they chose him. Right, Frank. Then I don't think Frank wanted him. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't. Based on his history, he likes tall, thick yeah. quarterbacks. So Bryce Young was not the ideal guy for him. But after eight games, he gets scapegoated, gone. Even though I think he's a really good coach. And then you have teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers who never fire their coach. Right. Or the Cincinnati Bengals, who let Marvin Lewis hang around for 15 years. Forever. Without winning any playoff games. The Steelers have, like, had three coaches in their entire history. Yeah. So, I guess, you know, some owners are just not going to stick it out. And I think think there have been teams that have shown when you do stick with a guy, you get results. However, if you stick with them too long – like Tomlin, right? 
you can see so things are real, not going so real well. Quick, Go ahead. Real quick, Stillman for the Blues, the owner, is he asleep at the wheel here, or is he just like? Do you think he's given all the power to yes. uh, Armstrong? Is like, okay, you do whatever you think's best. Right. Because I was in talk with a, a buddy of mine, old Cap Moran. He's a huge Blues fan, grew up here, die hard. And, uh, you know, he made a comment that he thinks maybe Steelman is sleeping at the wheel here. Those right. are his words. As a fan about what's going on between contracts, between roster building, I mean, it, to me, it all falls on Armstrong. Bruby, sure. I mean, Bruby went, as, as a Blues head coach, he was 206, 131 with 44. 206 yeah. wins, 131 losses. Yeah, that's like, pretty that's, good. Like uh, He had a good team put together, too. And it, his playoff run. Right, I mean, right. I mean, not that, just the Stanley Cup, but awesome. they've been going to the playoffs. Right. You're right. That's a third type of owner. We right. talked about the one that's impatient and the ones that are loyal. There's also the non-meddling ones who have no effing idea what's right. happening on the field right and you know it's an investment right you deal it's, with it right so there are those that you know hello mcfly are you going to do anything right. about the crap that's on the field right now or are you just going to sit there in your uh, in your high-rise office again. let's talk all about right Ta chargers terribleness that so we saw. for example the chargers last year everyone was calling for staley to get fired yeah and they waited the spanos family and they could have fired him last year they held on. They're one of the more loyal uh, ownership groups that I've seen in the NFL. But when you give up 42 points in the first half to zero and then 63 overall, the most points ever scored by a Raiders team, yeah, it's, it's over. It's, yeah, it's yeah. ugly. Yep. And I don't, you know, I don't disagree with them uh, firing the GM there as well. Again, right. you go back like we were just talking about. Those are the guys building the teams. They gave Khalil Mack a crazy contract. You know, he's having a hell of a year for a guy 32 years old. Uh, but at the same time, they're not producing. They're not winning. Uh, their offense, which we've talked about in the past, how you have Herbert and Keenan Allen and Eckler, and you can only put up – now I get it this week they had some injuries. Obviously, Herbert's gone. They put up six Allen's, points against the Patriots. But there you so go. Bad. Like They've been terrible. That's awful. Top yeah. to bottom, front to back, side to side. They've just been bad. And chargering is is a term. It's a verb. <laughs> and it's it's not just this season. It has been going on a long time. Right. Let's they not forget they chargered their too. own town and just up and left. Like, yeah. they're not even in San Diego That's anymore. True. They just moved because they thought we might make more money in L.A. With Stan the yeah Devil Cranky, yep, <laughs> sharing a stadium with him. Well, unreal. I can tell you right now that nobody gives a fuck about the Chargers in L.A. No, no, <laughs> no. So, no. It's just, that wasn't the greatest the Clippers, decision. And, and San Diego this turned out to be a disaster. San Diego, besides being a beautiful town yeah. and a cool town with cool I love people, San Diego. When my sister lived yes. there, I went out and visited several times. Very yes. nice. They they Co were hurt by them, and oh, they yeah. they're oh, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, middle finger to you, and uh, you're not welcome back. Yeah. What is it, Padres now? That's all they have? What is the NFL doing that they would leave such a cool town like that and, and screw uh, a whole town that, that they screwed like that? <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> well, St. Uh, Louis, It's all about Baltimore, the Benjamins. All about the, the Browns, uh, Cleveland, um, and then Oakland the most recently. Yeah. yeah. They Oakland. lost two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You know, I mean, both Oakland is the same a, city. Oakland isn't exactly. <laughs> both uh, going to Vegas. Technically, they lost the the Golden State Warriors too. They moved to downtown oh. San Francisco. I mean, Oakland isn't exactly San Diego, but 
No. It's got good people that support their sports teams. It's close enough to a beach that it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, San Francisco's right there. You know, I, I'm I'm glad there are sports in Vegas, but I feel bad for the people in Oakland. True. Yep. All right. We have another sponsor to take care of us, and then we'll be back to talk about those Chiefs. Coming to an arena near you. This is beautiful. The one and only. For the love of God. Buffalo Steve. Jesus H. Christ. His commentary is flawless. Are you shitting me? His insults really hurt the other team. Their division's terrible. His spelling is impeccable. You PKL whatever. All the ladies dig him. Hit <laughs> a guy. What a body on a guy. And he loves country roads. Somebody told him to play John Denver. Don't miss Buffalo Steve every third period when his team is toast. And so is he. Just shoot the fucking puck. Meet Buffalo Steve on Instagram at AngryFansPod. It is Angry Fans, your favorite podcast to get angry about sports. I'm Scotty, along with Buffalo Steve and Turner. Yo. We've already talked about Draymond Green. We've talked about coaches getting fired. And now we're going to talk about Tony with his toe. Man, I just... It wasn't a toe, it was a foot. It was a foot, it was a knee. (laughs) I think his hamstring was involved. Man, what really bothered me more than anything was the reaction by Mahomes and by Andy Reid. I just found it very unprofessional. Yeah. Especially... He acted like a toddler. Yeah, baby, crybaby. And his true colors might have come out. Oh, absolutely. Because his wife does this crap all the time. Oh, yeah. right. She did it too. She did it. She posted something about the, oh, yeah. the refs being the MVP for the Bills. I can't stand her. Well, uh, it was sorry. it was worse that they did it twice because you saw it after the game when they're going up and talking to yeah. Josh and shaking hands. Oh, that hands. was awful. And then they put a camera in front of him and asked him questions and they doubled down on everything they said. They basically yeah. shit on the league for not helping them win and and looked dead serious about doing it. Yeah. How is Tony being offsides a controversial call. It's well, it's not. It's not a right. controversial call. Well, no, it's that's a- how the media and everybody's talking about it. Is whoa, you saw it. This controversial call, and then you heard people talk about on some of the shows. Well, it shouldn't have been called at all. Rules are rules, people. Right. It's a foul. It's a penalty. Whatever you want to call it. The official threw the flag immediately. You see it on the TV. Go straight up in the air. All right, that's fine. Then blow it dead then so we don't see the greatest plays, they say, that's ever yeah. happened. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Guys. It was a great play. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time. It's not the immaculate reception no. right. or many other plays no. I could name. No. No. And if that, Pat if, Mahomes no, was upset beside, because that was the only catch that Kadarius Tony has had all year, and it came from <laughs> yeah. Kelsey. Oh, right. It also came off a pick of two Buffalo defenders. Tony picked two players on that play. Right. Yeah. Was wide open and threw up his hands in disgust because Mahomes chose Didn't to throw, throw the ball to, to Kelsey. Yeah. It was Tony awesome. had just dropped a ball. I actually like the slow mo. He was whining in the middle of the play. Yeah. He did this. He lined up like that. I think they said a total of five times in that game. Right. So you got away with it four times. Right. So your hands in the cookie jar, right? Right. So then I'll you figure I'm gonna go back and sneak another cookie. Now, I don't think he did it on purpose. I just don't think the guy's bright. This is my thing. 
How you have you have you have several jobs as a receiver, right? The easiest one should be lining up over the ball on sides. Like, how is this hard? And why do you need the ref? That was another bullshit thing I got tired of listening about. Well, the ref didn't tell him. Who the shit cares? Why's right. the ref got to tell you? Right. This is your job, right. man. He didn't even. Why? He, he didn't was, even look though. Right. And but he was also twenty yards away. Because it's an unwritten rule, they need to tell you. No, no, no. no. He, but he didn't even. He didn't even look over there. First of all, no, he didn't. And then there were people saying, "Oh, he did look." And if he did, I saw some video from the stands. It was like for a half a second, and then he turned right back. He didn't right. do it. And then he moved forward more. more. Yeah. So yep. don't give me that, guys. There's an unwritten rule in St. Louis that says if you if you drive and your your plates are expired, it's okay. <laughs> and I, I there was a point in my life where I believed this. Unfortunately, I came back from California. I had my California plates. I didn't renew them. It was like two years, and I got pulled over. And the cop gave me a ticket. My my tags were expired. They were two years old. And you know what I did? I was just like, you're right, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't. I was like, sir, how could you give me a ticket? I've had these expired licenses for two years. I could, like, it doesn't make it's sense. A- so they did get fined, Mahomes and Reed, for their comments. They Deserve. should have gotten fined. Thankfully, at least yeah. they did. Who really cares about that? What I care about is Mahomes saying it took away from a Hall of Famer and a and a and a magical play, and that you shouldn't call it at the end. Let us play at the end of the game. Say it. I, I'm. Say I mean, it. this makes me scream. Say he it. literally told the NFL to cheat for him. Well, what I'm saying is they won the Super Bowl. There's where I was hoping you were going to go. Fashion. They didn't call one holding penalty no. on either team the entire game until 58 minutes yeah. in. And they call one. And that gives the Chiefs the game. Yep, yep. Because so don't cry. I can't the Chiefs, they the Chiefs should have had a, a like pass that. interference call in that game mm-hmm. on their own three-yard line against Philly when they aired it out, and they didn't call it. Right. And that was clear as day. Mahomes and his nonsense of, well, let the players play. Don't let, Are yeah. you shitting oh, me right now? It. If they did that, you guys wouldn't have half the wins in the last four seasons you've had. Exactly. Because you guys have wound up getting flags when you shouldn't have that have given you the ball, whether it's – 15 yards down the field, uh, automatic first down, puts you in field goal range to win. So just because it didn't come out on your side this time, and oh, their excuse about, well, the Packers, we got screwed in the Packers game. Hell, we've all been watching Bills games this whole season and some of our losses, like the Eagles. There should have been multiple flags. How does Josh Allen get a flag when he gets his jersey ripped off? I'm not trying to side with the refs. They've had a shit year. But you can't be mad for the time they made the if, right call. Right. And like, if anybody, it was the right call. If anybody in that game should be mad, it should be Buffalo that the yeah. frickin' refs didn't call him the first four times right. offside. Exactly. That, and what if they didn't call the fifth time? Then the Bills would have a huge gripe. Like, yeah. dude, and, but the, the guys the lined up five since, yards offside. Since we're not the Chiefs and we're not the favorites and Mahomes is the baby of the league with, you know, pretty boy Kelsey and his girlfriend who makes albums, that's yeah. all they care about. And did I see that Tony didn't know that the flag was on him? He said he said he didn't he didn't realize until he was on his way home what? that the penalty was on him. Man. He was focused on the game. He was focused on the next play. He wasn't paying attention to who who it was on or what was happening. He was just focused on the game. Durr. God I Almighty! Mean, but I do want to point out that the Chiefs. I, it is not out of the realm of possibility that they do this stuff on purpose. True, because what they do do on purpose, you can see it. In the secondary, is right. they hold all game long. Yeah, you know where that comes from, right? Belichick. Yep, that's where his branch is from. So that's where it comes back to. 
1990 Super Bowl, but go ahead. Yeah, no, but they do it now during the regular season right. because they know the refs aren't going to call that many holding penalties. Right. They were tackling Bills receivers almost in the secondary, and then they on the offensive line, they jump back. Oh, their tackles are... I know Always. everybody's starting to do it a little bit, but right. they're so obvious about it, and right. it never gets called. Taylor's you know. back back there by the running back, for <laughs> God's sakes. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. He did it 47 times in the first game of the season, yeah. and they called him, like, twice. I'm I know. like, Terrible. What? Yeah, so, yeah, the referees have been bad this season. This was not the case no. for this game. No, they got it's it right. The right but uh, this really is about the Chiefs are f- pulling back. Right. So now they're in close games where things may not go their way because their talent isn't as good. Right. Well, they just unveiled the curtain that they were getting all those calls, and and it became clear that they were used to it because they both. I mean, we how, when's the last time you saw two people whine like that after a game that they very clearly just lost? You guys yeah. got outplayed. You lost the game, and you act like that. That's yeah, childish. There's, there's plenty of other teams that could. Every week, complain about the officiating. We know, as Bills fans, I know watching Lions games because I've got some Lions friends and Bengals watching some of their games. I mean, the calls that go on, everybody has a gripe. Do they do it? No, they take the high road. One, they probably don't want to get fined. Two, they want to do all that. Mahomes and Reed went right. Oh, my God, they didn't get one, finally. They didn't get a call. Green Bay, oh, we're we're upset about it, but we kept it quiet. When it does go against them, and it shouldn't. It should have. Like, it wasn't. It's a right. penalty. It was a bad call. Or it was a so right they're call. gonna so they're gonna cry about it because it they it yeah, didn't go away. Right. That's their true colors, man. True. All right, we got to move on. Do it. Okay, we are now going to talk about Shohei getting Shohei the money, man. Seven hundred million dollars. Stupid. Stupid! Holy cow! What Crazy. a contract this thing is. I mean, there's the contract, there's the money, and then there's the contract. Right, that's totally two different, different things. things. But on the money, I'm not going to say that he doesn't deserve it because he is the most popular athlete in the world. Right. I mean, yep. aside from maybe Messi, um, right. and then it was Tiger Woods, maybe uh, you know Jordan, you, yeah. Ka- LeBron types. He is unbelievable. So I, what I'm saying is that the Dodgers' investment here is not on the field. Off the field, the merchandise, the fans yeah. from Japan, this is going to become $700 million. They're going to make way more than that right. on him. Yep. So that's the money. Yep. His endorsements are already $45 million. So, like, he doesn't the, – yeah, the $2 million dollars a year <laughs> for everything. So, but let's talk about the contract, though. This is very unusual. And I only think baseball – I didn't you think, think it's it was unfair? legal. Right. I didn't think yeah. it was legal to do it the way right. they're doing it. Well, does ba- is baseball have – they don't have any rules like the rest of the leagues in terms of uh, salaries. Right. No. no. Well, because a lot of the money goes back to, you know, there's the profit share, so the big teams give a little bit of money to the little guys. But what's the point of, of being able to defer all of your – like now, okay, you guys could already afford the best players, but now you're going to defer all your salary and not worry about paying. God love them for finding the loophole or – just exercising it when nobody else has. Right. But, I mean. And they the, had to have a player agree to it. I mean, Otani's yeah. the one that. Yeah. There's no way. An, another player might have said, no way am I giving right. up 68 but of my $70 million a not year. Part of, million part of the reason he's doing that is because yeah. making $45 million in in endorsements right. a year. So Before he signed that. that contract. Yeah, he was already getting that. So it's not like he's going to be hurting for money or 
Baseball needs a true salary cap of some. I mean, they've got to really sit down. This is getting absurd. It's well, it's going to be up to anymore. the other owners here. I know right. they're going to have to say too much money. To they're going to have to say, to "Wait a minute, here, come on, right. whoa, with this." All right, this is going too far. So, but it's going to be up to them. I mean, you mean you they're going to have to push try back to win. Yeah, ah, the disgust. <laughs> but. Uh, or they mean be like the Cardinals and just play for the playoff spot. <laughs> it's it's maddening, and that's what that's what we're turning into. Where as these teams continue to grow, we're making other teams in the league try less. Some of the owners, it's crazy now. Some of the owners in these leagues are are like six, seven, eight billion dollar you know people, and then there are people like um, the Cardinals are one, but the Lakers are one that seem like this huge company, but that's a family run unit. They don't have billions of dollars. Um, so it's it's tough to to play in the same market as some of these teams that can print money. Unreal. Well, to me, it's up to the owners, but it's also up to the fans. If the fans do not like the product, and meaning it's not competitive, yeah, and our little market can't even remotely see first place, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I want to support it anymore? Right. Am I going to go to the game? And then the owners might say, "Well, my ticket sales are down because." Fans don't think this is a competitive product. They're they're selling out NFL stadiums because every year there's new teams in the playoffs. There's parity in the there's league. There's parity. We're in baseball. There and you. Oh, it pisses me off. You're gonna pay a guy seven hundred million, and then I go to the game, and you're gonna charge me twenty two bucks for a beer. Right. Uh, what? <laughs> right. People vote with their dollars. Right. And in this case, they can. They can say, "I'm not going to the." ballpark if you guys are going to let this happen. Everybody in L.A. is going to be at the stadium. That's the problem. And then they're going to oh, trickle Oh, tickets are already down. outrageous. Yeah. I saw where they were already talking about 900 bucks a ticket. Oh, my God. Yeah, for opening day. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to mention, I, I wanted to get to it during the Baruby thing, but I didn't. Um, I want to play a clip of Jordan Cairo, the St. Louis Blues player, after the game, it was the first game which Barubi wasn't coaching, and the fans booed him for comments that he made about his coach and about the whole situation. It's definitely the toughest game I've probably played, to be honest. But Any of your teammates or anybody from the organization talk to you about it? Um, I mean, obviously my teammates have my back, right? So... You're getting pretty emotional here. Where, where are the emotions coming from? I mean, just tough, right? Like, you know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Big miss, guys. I feel like fans, uh, especially with the Cardinals here in St. Louis, and 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 we as a collective uh, group uh, should be better than that. You know, I understand we lost a coach that that everybody really believed in, and when he was asked a question about. Um, the loss of the coach, I think everybody was mad he didn't stick up for him. That's my guy, and I'm going to miss him. Um, and so everybody took it wrong, and then they booed him, and I just don't think that's the right way to take it. You saw he was visibly upset afterwards when, when people asked him about it, and I just don't think that's the way sports are. We're out here spending our money to enjoy it and, and to, to make him feel like that and feel like he's not loved after giving us uh, everything he's got. I get it. We're angry fans, but we're good, loyal uh, uh, good guys, and and we we're here for the team. We believe in them, and booing and all that stuff for this reason, I don't think is right. Well, yeah, he should have chose his words better. I will say that I'm okay with the fans booing him. Sure, the way he said it and just kind of moved on. 
Um, he had to come back and give an explanation, right. which is, okay, now, all right, we get it. You were trying to move on from the moment and everything. The fans are paying that kind of money. They read what they read. Right. They're like, oh, he doesn't give a shit about Bruce because that's the way it came across. Sure, sure. We know different now, but at the time, I can see them going in, booing a guy making eight million bucks with five goals, coming across saying, <laughs> "F you, man!" Like right. this guy did all this, and you—that's all you had to say about him—is basically he's not my coach anymore. I'm moving on. Like, no, like wait a minute, no. So I get their their point and their frustration because I'm not going to lie, me being an angry fan myself, sure, I would have been all right there with him, booing him, like, "Hey, listen, you piece of." You know, like, what are you doing? Like, how do you say that shit? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. go get F. You're making eight million bucks scoring five goals saying stupid shit about a coach that got you a cup. Hopefully he meant what he said and the tears were real. I oh, don't I, know. I, no I way. I, I no way they weren't. I, didn't I see did it, see it. So I, I did see it. I, I did hear speak it. Speak to it. Yeah. No, it was definitely genuine. I'm kind of torn here because I, it's a hockey player, you know. I don't want him to be. They're the best guys too, man. You know, like weeping in the locker room after a game. It's okay with me if he goes. I'm. I got to move on. It's. Uh, what am I going to do? I got to move on. I love my coach, but yeah, the words he chose. I don't think he even chose him. It just came out of his mouth. Right. Right. And I get that. Uh, so I'm just kind of like I kind of like the idea that he was showing emotion because most of the time our players don't shut do down. that. Right. They're shut down. They just give the rote answer. The cliche, and right. he was genuinely upset that the fans were booing him. Yeah, I would have totally been on the <laughs> fu side, man. Like, uh, what are you doing? But then you'd slap him on the back and say, hey, "All right, yeah, yeah, it's boy, okay. Go shake it off. Go get out there fast. and get a couple." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Let's move on to our charity for this week. I made the decision on this one because my company is doing a big blood drive in the area of St. Louis, and we have an employee, one of my coworkers, who has sickle cell anemia. She has the worst kind. She was born with it. It is a very difficult disease to live with. She describes the pain as like glass shattering through her entire body, and she has had to, in her life, have 15 blood transfusions. For our cause this week, we would like to donate to the Sickle Cell Disease Foundation, and hopefully our little bit will help. They've also, the FDA just came out with an announcement, it's huge, that they have a new gene therapy approved for sickle cell. So Tiffany, my coworker, may have a chance here in the next few years to get out from under this disease. The main thing is, though, give blood. Please donate blood when you have the opportunity, because that is how the pain is relieved for this particular disease. We had a good lineup today, and we appreciate you listening. Please let us know uh, what you think of the show through uh, Instagram, Angry Fans Pod, or other places you get podcasts. You can comment and like and all that stuff. Buffalo Steve. I got one shout-out yep. I got to give. I want to shout-out real quick to Kristen, our bartender at Shamrocks during our games. She came through and got me some Loganberry, so I'm going to give her a shout-out. Tell me about that Loganberry. That's fantastic. That's all I can tell you. It's, you did, you didn't put anything in it, did you? Vodka. <laughs> it was even better with the vodka. All right, all right Turner, uh, you got anything left? Just mention uh, Jake, uh, that it's his birthday. Uh, El Presidente uh, was here last week, Yay. and we just want to give out to, give a shout-out to Jake for uh, supporting the pod and uh, being the president. 
He was great last week. He, he was. is the he's the president of the St. Louis Bills Mafia. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. See you, kids. Woo! Episode five.